Hey, it wasn't an entirely miserable week for Illinois last week. I know Iowa got hurt, right? He has to sit out a few games, but Illinois went 2-1, and one, up to number four in the AP Top 25, still have a chance to win the Big Ten regular season title. Plus, Andre Curbelo, Adam Miller, they've sort of stepped up into this new, bigger role with Iowa out. All right, that's Scott Ritchie, our award-winning beat writer here at the News Gazette. This week's podcast, Inside Illini Basketball, he'll break down the benefits, if you will, of Io missing a few games. Come back after these messages. Pia Sports Bar and Grill presents Inside Illini Basketball. Pia Sports Bar is the number one Illini sports enthusiast bar in Champaign, hosting bus shuttles to all Illini basketball home games, serving up the best wings, beers, never-ending nachos, and mouth-watering burgers. Come visit Pia Sports Bar and Grill and try our famous Grand Slam Burger while watching your favorite game. Pia Sports Bar and Grill is located at 1609 West Springfield Avenue in Champaign. Come be a part of the party at Pia's. Hi, I'm Paul Rudy, CEO of Rudy Wealth Management and host of Paul Rudy's On The Money Radio Show. Every successful investor I've ever met continuously acted on a plan. Every failed investor I've ever met was constantly reacting to current events. If the recent market turmoil is keeping you up at night, maybe it's time you begin to make your investment and spending decisions based upon a retirement income plan. Perhaps it's time for you to listen to the little voice in your head telling you to call Rudy Wealth Management. You'll be happy you did. Rudy Wealth Management, Central Illinois Retirement Specialist, 356-1400. Good Monday morning, everyone. And it's a really good Monday morning because you know why? Scott Ritchie, world traveler, is back in the podcast booth. We've timed these Big Ten road trips perfectly where Mr. Ritchie, who's been driving to Minnesota and Wisconsin and Michigan, is in Champaign every Monday. It's great to see you, Scotty. Yeah, not so much world traveler as Midwest traveler. Right. Um but, you know, that's just life in the Big Ten. Hey, you're not driving to Rutgers, right? Done it. <laughs> I like that drive, actually, Scotty. See, we have a differing view of traveling. I soak in the country. I would prefer to see the country from 30,000 feet, <laughs> uh, especially if yeah, it's you know, young people driving to New Jersey. I mean, it was a scenic drive, I suppose, you know, through... Mostly Pennsylvania was the scenic part. Again, get yourself a Ram McNally. Is it, All right. I, I mean, I'm not sure. Like, I feel like I've told you this, or maybe your kids have told you this before, but there's like maps on your phone now, and it's, ah, it's not the same. Efficient. Holding the steering wheel with your left knee while flipping through <laughs> the Ram McNally at 75 miles per hour. Realizing you have the map upside down. Nothing beats that. Swerving into the other lane. All right, Richie is bound for Ann Arbor on Tuesday uh, for now what is an epic showdown between number two and number number four. That's Illinois in today's AP Top 25, their highest ranking since you know when. Yes, since 16 years, since the team made it to the national championship game. That was, they were number one in that that one, but... uh, yeah, number four, and it, you know, because they got a little help, there were nine total losses out of the top ten teams uh, last week. Uh, Ohio State losing twice, you know, saw the Buckeyes drop from number four, and Illinois, despite losing at Michigan State, 
Then won two games without Iotasumu, including a game against a ranked Wisconsin team, who I would have argued at the time wasn't really a top 25 team. And I'd argue now that they still aren't, but they, they are technically because they're number 25 in the country. But it was enough of that combination where Illinois moves up. All right, I just got a text from Bo Ryan. And he agrees with me. Wondering what the heck is up with your AP voter not putting the Badgers in his top 25. They haven't beaten a team in the top half of the Big Ten I'm just, in like a month and a half. Don't get snooty with me. I'm just relaying the text. Yeah, well, Bo, what's your boy Greg Gard doing? And really, I mean, Saturday's game in Illinois would, I mean, it was obviously ended up close at the end, but that's only because Demetric Trice tapped into his inner. I can't name a really uh, Michael Finley. He went to Wisconsin. Okay, I guess that's Tracy Webster. Eh, I, I suppose, but okay. I mean, if not for Demetri Trice scoring, well, sure, I guess Devin Harris. I like Michael Finley. That was okay. We'll stick with that. I like that one. Um, I mean, he scored this team's last nineteen points and just was on an unbelievable heater. But it wasn't maybe that close of a game. Otherwise, despite the fact that Illinois turned it over 20 times and Wisconsin's like no thanks we're just going to shoot 7% from the field through most of the first half. All right, the uh, Big 10 is weeding itself out I would argue some teams that uh, including several teams that Richie liked early in the season kind of showing their true colors Minnesota for example uh, struggling. Yeah. Really. Um, and apparently Illinois broke whatever hold Minnesota had on okay. its home court advantage because Northwestern won at Williams Arena last week. The same Northwestern team that had lost, what, like 13 mm-hmm. big 10 games in a row. Up Who's Illinois. Minnesota's next coach? Do we know? Well, I find it hard to believe it's going to be Richard Pitino next year. I mean, although, I mean, it might be. Like, I think the, the narrative can be crafted. It was like, oh, they lost Gabe Kalsher and Liam Robbins has been hurt, and but it's been a real up and down tenure for the the younger Patino in Minneapolis. He might get another year, but uh, his seat will be among the hottest in the Big Ten. Hottest seat in the Big Ten right now is Archie Miller. Mm-hmm. Like, now there's even there's some national writers pondering if he's in fact done at Indiana. Boy, what did I see? I saw Scott Drew, Brad Stevens. <laughs> I mean, Brad uh, Stevens is the ongoing pipe dream okay. of the Hoosiers faithful. Like, if I mean, if he leaves the Celtics, he's gonna take another NBA job. Like, I don't think he's gonna go back to college basketball. All right, Scott Drew. I mean, hmm. I don't picture Baylor as you know. I know they're ranked what three third. They're a national power, I guess, but it's Baylor. I've been to Waco. There are better places to coach. And, I mean, it was well, Pat Forty that wrote mostly about Scott Drew. I mean, and he's an Indiana guy. What, what? School, what school does his family aligned to? Uh, I believe that's oh, Val- Valparaiso. Valparaiso. Oh, hmm. okay. Just so checking. You only have a moderate interest in. Um, <laughs> but, like, he's got a good thing going at Baylor. At where? I mean, at Again, at Baylor, like he's recruiting, mm-hmm. he's recruiting better at Baylor no, no, than just Archie right Miller there. is. Just stop right there. Archie right. Miller is at Indiana. Just before Ed Bond kicks you, uh, he'll escort you from the podcast booth if you, do, <laughs> if you so, continue. I mean, it's not an outlandish thought, and maybe he wants to get away from Bill Self because 
it might have bounced back out to maybe they both have the same number of losses again at Allen Fieldhouse, but for the, there was a time where Scott Drew had lost more frequently at Allen Fieldhouse than Bill Self, who had coached like 300-some games there. All right, this is inside Illini basketball. All right, you, not inside Bear basketball. You really did bring up all, all of right. that. But. It's not inside Hoosier basketball. It's not inside Gopher basketball, is it, Scott Ritchie? You got off the phone with Brad Underwood here minutes ago before you came huffing into the booth. Anything new? Is he still mad that he's had to play all these road games? Uh, not mad so much as resigned. Um, it's just, I mean, I think that's probably what it is because he even used the "it is what it is" line, you know, himself, which he, that was the the last Zoom. But uh, he's not wrong. Like the Big Ten rescheduled all of El- I mean, it was just the circumstances where every game Illinois had postponed was a road game, and. They got made up in the last two weeks of the the regular season, and it just uh, was not an ideal situation. But Illinois' number four team in the country has a shot at a number one seed in the NCAA tournament, uh, which would be aided by beating I mean Michigan for sure or Ohio State later this week. I think even if they go one and one, I mean I think a one seed is a legitimate thing. Um, so it might not be great, but I think you know Brad Underwood is. In fact, he resigned to just kind of how it is, and you know he'll he said that that Illinois will play the games in front of them, and whether they'll do so Tuesday with Io Desumu in Ann Arbor, uh, TBD. He's still day to day, which is the uh, I'm not going to answer your question. Answer to that question All about right. his status. So uh, Illinois would be better with him against the Wolverines, but uh, they've played. Pretty good basketball without it. All right, you buy the the uh, popular theory now that this is actually helping Illinois play a couple games without their super, superstar? I mean, I think if they would have lost to Nebraska and Wisconsin, nobody would be saying that. Mm-hmm. Um, but they didn't. But they didn't, so you can you, you can kind of craft this new tale. Um, I mean, sure, I guess. like It's given Adam Miller and Andre Carbello a chance to kind of be – you know, what the Brad Arnold would call the alpha that's inside them. They can okay. be the guy. And, you know, Adam Miller played well against Nebraska. Andre Cabello has played well these past two games, really. Had the near triple-double against Nebraska and then 17 points on Saturday against Wisconsin. Uh, but, no, I mean, I'm always better off with Io DeSumo. Sure, well, yeah. I mean, if anything, it's just giving everyone sort of a sneak peek into what life's going to okay. be like next year when he's not around. You were at the Cole Center on Saturday. Uh, tell me what happened with those technical fouls at the end. You heard what they said, right? No, because Wisconsin had its fake crowd noise cranked up uh, higher than, than most. Go on it. Um, I mean, what do you think they said? No one, <laughs> no one really wanted to talk about it from on, from the Illinois standpoint. Um, you know, Michael Potter in the Wisconsin's post game Zoom said that this, there was an Illinois player which he didn't name, but it was Andre Carbello, I'm fairly certain from watching. That was sort of infringing on their huddle, which they really shouldn't have been doing on the court because that wasn't a dead ball. So he was just kind of you know, hanging out with the Badgers. And like Orlando Tucker, who was assistant coach, was not pleased with that. 
might have said something to Corbell. I don't know for sure, but that's where DeMonte Williams enters the picture, who will, in those situations, 100% go after the other team to protect his teammates. And um, yeah, then you get your double technical with less than two seconds to play. Not something you see you know, very frequently. And DeMonte lucked out that it was a double technical, because if he gets just one all by himself, that gives... Wisconsin, two free throws on top of the two that they were already going to take, plus the ball, and maybe Illinois doesn't win that game. But they did. But they did. And that moved them up in Richie's poll uh, uh, over the weekend. Uh, your thoughts of uh, Iowa, which really which looked bad against Michigan, somehow bounced back and beat Ohio State and have passed the Buckeyes again in the national rankings. Yeah, I mean, it was really, I think you saw both versions of Iowa last week. I mean, Luka Garza was not good against the Wolverines. And a lot of that was Hunter Dickinson made life tough on him. Um, and then he was playing a National Player of the Year caliber, caliber level again against Ohio State. So, I mean, that's uh, a lot rides on him, a lot rides on their defense, which, you know, actually a little better down the stretch, which is, you know, kind of hard to believe, but but is true. They're no longer ranked outside the top 100. So, I mean, they're a legit, a legit team okay. when everything's kind of going right. Tell me this. Uh, we said Illinois might be it might benefit from Io's absence just to get other players involved in more important roles. Did his departure eliminate any chance for player of the year awards either big 10 or national well it's not going to help him and just because out of sight out of mind really and you know he did get a little help from luca garza in that michigan game where garza just was mediocre but uh that shifted on sunday garza had 24 points was very efficient you know double double with 11 rebounds so uh if garza keeps playing like that i think the needle Shifts back more his direction. Where are we at right now with that needle? Uh, where is the Richie needle pointing? Right, right down the middle. Right down the middle. No, actually, I'd go. still lean a little bit towards Io. I okay. Just kind of his overall game. I mean, you know, he's talked about being the most complete player in college basketball. Argument could be made that he's not far off on that. And he's a better defender than Luka Garza. Illinois, I mean, Illinois won the head-to-head matchup. There's a lot going for Io, um, but in the long run, I could see Luca still winning both Big Ten Player of the Year, National Player of the Year. But I mean, at this point, I think I vote for Io still. All right, uh, maybe a masked performance here Tuesday or or Saturday could push him over the top with some other voters. Never know. Can't yeah, be fun I mean, to play in that stuff. No, just but throw on the mask and you know, drop thirty on somebody yeah. and. That's about the last thing he hasn't done, right? Yeah, he's never worn the mask before, <laughs> to, to my knowledge. That's nice that you brought your own mask for this podcast, and you're thinking about wearing it later on. And I appreciate the effort, and just to kind of yeah, I mean, feel what it's like. Hashtag wear a mask. Mm-hmm. Mine's maybe it's less more comfortable. Yeah, than that plastic thing. Yeah, mine's not to protect a broken nose, and because. I mean, Illinois is not you know, 
detailed what the injury is, but I'm hard pressed not to believe like I just assume his nose is now broken because like Tuesday it looked sort of misshapen and it's just lots of swelling. It's got a black eye, like kind of key broken nose features right there. All right, he uh, did uh, kiss center court in a well-documented uh, display at the last home game. It was neat. Any word on those other seniors coming back? No. All right. Um, All right, that's like you might have a scoop for me. No, well, Trent Frazier, we talked with both the seniors before the senior night game against Nebraska, and, like, Trent Frazier said he hasn't, at least to us, said he hasn't really considered it. You know what his options are, and Demonte Williams just didn't just didn't answer. All right. Well, the Jake Hansen return has has made me not believe anybody. Yeah, because no he was matter gone, what they tell me, right? But now he's back. <laughs> yeah, for Illinois football. So I mean, the door is open for those guys. Mm-hmm. There's also another door, um, for both of them, really, like to go get paid to play basketball. All right, Big Ten tournament pairings will come out on Sunday night. Illinois likely uh, well, a two seed. Yeah, I think that's locked in. Yeah, so they're going to be playing uh, maybe five thirty our time on uh, a Friday in Indy. Very cool. Yeah, that's it's great. It's a good time. It's a perfect time. Get a rest the whole week while the others, but the game start on Wednesday already. Yeah, and I mean Illinois. <laughs> The more recent history of Illinois basketball was playing in that Wednesday mm-hmm. game. Um, I mean, last year they had the double bye. That didn't materialize because the tournament was canceled before they got to Friday. And they'll have it again this year. And technically, Big Ten title is not mathematically mm-hmm. impossible. It's going to require an Illinois win tomorrow in Ann Arbor and then Michigan State to sweep their end-of-the-year back-to-back series against the Wolverines. So, uh, you know, improbable, yes. Impossible, no. Could be number one. That's great to hear. Um, I'm going to take you to a time when you were in diapers, young Scott Ritchie, when Illinois dominated the Big Ten tournament. All right? Okay. Its first maybe 10 years, Illinois was the dominant team in the Big Ten tournament. Do you believe me? Ed Bond shaking his head. Yes, he believes me. Well, I mean, I take everything you say with a grain of salt, but in this case, I, I do believe you because I've I've seen the tournament like records and results. Okay, good. From, from Refresh yourself. What's it going to take for Illinois to kind of return to glory? Not just this year, but maybe get into that where they made the semifinals every year for so many years in a row and were a constant threat. Are we there yet? Well, maybe. I mean, in terms of being a constant threat, that's you know very much based on kind of how Illinois builds off of this season, which is its best in 16 years. Um, and a lot of that will maybe kind of come down to how the 2021 recruiting class and sort of just the, the roster heading into next year fills out and you know, whether the seniors come back. And if they don't, you know, if, with Io gone – Kofi may be going. How does Illinois replace those guys? And have two good commits in Luke Goody and RJ Melendez. Um, Namari Burnett could be the linchpin of that quote unquote 2021 class. He'd come in as a freshman again because this year didn't count for anybody's eligibility and would slot right into, well, maybe the Adam Miller role because Adam Miller might slide into the Iota Sumer role. 
But in that case, you have two guys that could be, you know, in the position to lead the team like that. Um, a lot of it's going to be like if Kofi Coburn does decide to move on, that changes the entire dynamic of what Illinois does, offensively and defensively. So it's either find a, somebody on the transfer market in the offseason because there are no more freshman bigs to be had at, at that level, or you know, do what they did last year when they got Kofi and it's completely changed everything. But I think the growth process of this program kind of points to maybe getting to that point. But it's still kind of a... The future's a little hazy just in terms of what that next step is without Ayodosumu and maybe without Kofi Coburn. If Kofi comes back, like... I don't have any problem saying I'm not going to win the Big Ten next year. Why would he come back, do you think? Why would he? Yeah. There's no real question. I mean, mean, there's no guarantee he gets drafted. I think he's looking at second round, maybe. And just because he's unique in terms of the, the bigs in the NBA and not in the way that they're looking for so much. But if he, I don't know comes back and then gets better defensively, you know, shows that he can get out and guard the perimeter, which he did some and did pretty well against Wisconsin again. There's like more of that that kind of film, more of him shooting from mid-range and being consistent there in addition to just tearing the rim off, that helps him. It's like call it the, you know, Adoko Azubuke path who played 4 years at Kansas. Still was only a you know, second-round pick, but I think Kofi's ceiling could be higher than Asbuki's. Give me some odds on that, Scotty, that he comes back. What? I mean, the other side of that coin is like you strike while the iron is hot, and it's not. it, could, it might not get hotter for Kofi. Um, so I would say it's 60-40 against. Okay. And that might be being generous to Illinois. All right, let's go to uh, your weekly power rankings. I don't know if Io still won, as he has been for a number of weeks in a row, but I'll, most of the weeks. I'll leave that up to you. Well, he didn't play in two of the three games last week, so by virtue of that, not by virtue of him not being good at basketball anymore, he's not number one. He slides all the way out. I think... Andre Curbelo jumps into that number one spot with the caveat of, hey, maybe don't turn it over so much. But almost had a triple-double against Nebraska. Had a good game against Wisconsin. Uh, two, Kofi Coburn. Let's keep him in his normal normal spot. He, could, I mean, it's sort of a 1A, 1B type situation. And then Adam Miller was better against Nebraska than Wisconsin, but is showing off more of his game than just being a three-point shooter, and that that's a good thing for Illinois. Complete shakeup of the rankings. When Io comes back, odds are he just jumps the line again and is back to number one. All right, uh, that's Scott Ritchie, uh, who's uh, busy kind of putting his all-American teams together. I know he's got a couple weeks before he has to submit them. Uh, it wasn't long ago he had Io and Kofi on his first team or at least first-team contention. That hasn't changed, right? No, I mean, Io's a first-team All-American. Okay. Kofi 
I mean, he was in contention. I think he'll wind. I mean, I'll probably have him like a second team would be my guess. Because um, unlike the Big Ten, there are like good guards and wings nationally. Where in his Big Ten, like you could put Iowa in four centers and call it good, which I might do in my all Big Ten voting. But you know, Kofi's still to me one of the top fifteen players. Okay. Anything else uh, you want to add this week, uh, Scotty, before you get back in the uh, Chevette uh, for the trip to... <laughs> now, I've told you this before. Do not go the Chicago route. You go to Fort Wayne. It may take just a little longer, but A, the scenery, B, the Applebee's. Oh, okay. A, the scenery is mostly the same regardless. B, Applebee's is a national chain. I bet you there's one on the Chicago route. Stop it. And C, efficiency. It's quicker. 80 to 90, 57 to 80 to 94. And then 94 for a long time to get all the way to. May a semi jackknife miles ahead of you on the way there. Why am I wishing you ill will? Would you like me to cover the game in Michigan (laughs) tomorrow? I'm going to need to get there for that. All right. I understand. Follow Scott Ritchie on Snapchat, by the way. It's uh, brilliant stuff from uh, inside the arena. With views and highlights of only uh, only a beat writer can produce who's been to all these places. Yeah, I, I've been to... Cole Center had people in it. It had... It snuck some parents in there. Like two like family members per... All right. Per parent. I thought I per, saw that. Per, per, per player. Michigan's got parents. Seems only Illinois is the, the yeah. outlier. Well, Northwestern didn't either. So it's the state state of Illinois, maybe. Right. All right. Anything else, Scotty? I know Ed Bond's got a busy Monday. He's got football podcasts. He's got Brad Underwood teleconferences. He's got the coaches show tonight. Yeah, I've got – Mondays are busy, and then Mondays before a Tuesday game even busier. All right. Well, we'll uh, maybe the next time uh, this week, maybe this time next week is what I was trying to say, we'll be talking about a Big Ten title. Or maybe we'll just be previewing the Big Ten tournament. Those awards come out, Scott Ritchie, next Monday. Do they? Do you? No, they'll come out like Tuesday or Wednesday. Okay, before the tournament, though. Yeah, that I think prove maybe inspirational for a couple slighted fellas. Well, when Trent Frazier, I mean, I don't. Maybe maybe he does win Defensive Player of the Year. Something tells me he won't in the Big Ten. Why do you say that? Because he sort of gets overlooked a lot of the time, and he didn't land on the National Defensive Player of the Year list at any point in time. But he takes it personally. So, like, watch out every other guard in the Big Ten. There you go. Scott Ritchie with the forecast, the fearless forecast. All right, follow along with Ritchie every morning, 6 a.m., com on Twitter, where he is a underrated superstar and on snapchat where he carries the water for us every week uh scotty have fun in michigan and then have fun in columbus over the weekend yeah more time in the car all right see you scott see you next monday